Keith, and welcome to Klezmer Podcast 87 for February 26, 2012. The website is klezmerpodcast.com, and you can write to me at keith at klezmerpodcast.com. I'd like to remind you that a great way to help support Klezmer Podcast is to buy your music through the Klezmer Podcast Music Delicatessen online store. Simply go to klezmerpodcast.com, click on the link that says Buy Your Music Here, and it will take you directly to Klezmer Podcast Music Delicatessen. Your support is greatly appreciated. In addition, I'm available to speak to your group or organization about Klezmer or Jewish music. If you'd like me to come and visit, please contact me. On this episode of the podcast, I'll be visiting with Yeko Miranda Elmalay, a wonderful violinist based in the Boston area. She recently released a self-titled CD, her first outing. I've been listening to it extensively, and I can tell you it's a fabulous album. Uh, we'll be listening to one of the tracks from it a little bit later on. I'm sure you're going to enjoy listening to Yeko. So uh, without further delay, here is my interview with Yeko Miranda Elmalay. Hi, this is Keith with Klezmer Podcast, and I'm visiting today with Yeko Miranda Emile from uh, the East Coast, violinist. You got a new album out, self-titled. Uh, Yeko, uh, welcome to Klezmer Podcast. Hi, Keith. Thank you. Uh, it's been a few months. We've been trying to uh, find time to do this, so I'm glad that uh, we've got a few moments today. Great. Me too. <laughs> so um, I've been listening uh, extensively to your uh, new uh, album, and uh, okay. I'm very excited about it. And uh, I've not heard anything really uh, quite like your sound uh, with your group that you've got. So, um, But before we start talking about that a little bit, uh, Tell me about how you got started uh, doing uh, klezmer music. Um, well, I've been classically trained since I was three years old, and um, I had gone to NEC prep school. Um, and for college, I went to New England Conservatory, their college division. And it was there that I heard Hankus um, rehearsing with his klezmer ensemble, and uh, I decided to join it. And... Um, that was like my first introduction to actually playing the music. I had heard it before, but um, that's that's how I got started with Hankus at NEC. Wow, it seems like uh, he, he uh, gets a lot of people started from there. And so that seems <laughs> a, a great place to uh, to be doing. So I think uh, Winograd went there, and uh, Frank London, and many others. Yep, a lot of people have have gone there and have started, been introduced to the music, and then incorporated into their their other styles that they're playing. Right. So it was, it was a great experience for me working with Hankus and um, he was my teacher for three years. And then after school, uh, he asked me to sub for Deborah Strauss, who was the violinist at the time. And I did. And then soon after her and Jeff left and he invited me into the band. So I've been really lucky to work with him and work with all the great musicians in the KCB. And you're still doing that? Yes, I am still doing that. So wow. when and we I... do play, I am there. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, because I've been seeing all these other things you've been doing, uh, Yiddish Theater and some other things like that as well, right? Yep, I just got back from New York. I was doing Shlemiel the first um, 
and that was in New York for three weeks. And the musical director was Zalman Wotek, who was a great band. I got to meet new musicians. It was a lot of fun. Wow. Uh, <laughs> that's exciting to be doing that. And what, what sorts of uh, other things are you doing as well? Um, well, the, the project that I'm really trying to push out is this band that I formed for my CD. Um, and uh, it's with Michael McLaughlin on accordion and Brandon Seabrook on mandolin, Ariel Friedman on cello. And uh, this is something that I'm really trying to push forward and get shows and gigs. Um, we're doing Johnny D's in March here in Boston, in Somerville, actually. And uh, I had my CD release at Club Pacim in Harvard Square. So that's like that's one project that I would really like to go forward with. And uh, besides that, I'm just I'm gigging regularly. I'm playing with different people. Um, I'm going to be playing with Dmitry Slepovich, who's a clarinetist in New York, uh, for his band Lit Bacchus in February. So I'm excited. I, I just love working with different musicians. It's a lot of fun. Absolutely, yeah. I, I just uh, saw something about that from uh, Dmitry posted that from Lit Bacchus. So. Yeah. Uh, that sounds very exciting, too. Uh, he's got a great group down there as well. He's got a great group, and he's a great person, so I'm really excited. <laughs> Terrific. Okay, so tell me, how did you find uh, these musicians to uh, join you on, on your album? Well, um, Brandon Seabrook and I would go back about 10 years. Um, we both went to NEC, although we weren't friends with each other then. Um, and uh, we were both in the KCB at the same time, he was playing mandolin and guitar for Jeff, um, and we became friends. And so we started doing some duo gigs here and there. I used to live out in Northampton, so I would sort of perform with these Jewish klezmer duos with mandolin and violin. And uh, for the longest time, I had wanted to put together a CD of my playing. Uh, I had been playing, and people were asking me if I had one, so I decided, okay, I'm going to put a CD together. But I wanted to have a little bit more sound than just violin and mandolin, so and you want to incorporate um, accordion. It's I love the instrument, and uh, I found Michael McLaughlin, who had been with Shereem, and actually I think he's still with Shereem and with Neptune's Dream and Clez Woods, and he's just a great musician. And we got together and we played, and I knew instantly that I wanted to play with him. And uh, while searching for a bass player, I decided to go with cello just to have like that sound, like a little different of a sound than other people have. So I found Ari, who's a current student at NEC, and um, we just formed it together last year, and it, we just kind of clicked, and it's a lot of fun. It's a great dynamic. And we all bring in something really different. Ari comes from like a fiddle um, background, and Brandon does all kinds of music, um, a lot of avant-garde up in New York, and uh, Michael, same thing. So it's, uh, it's been really great. Oh, terrific. It seemed like, <laughs> uh, well, you got different songs on the album, uh, have different combinations of the instrumentation, but the ones that are yeah. just the duo, I, I think, are interesting. Uh, a couple of them are violin and guitar, and it sounded like a, kind of a classical guitar style, um, something I haven't really heard much. Yeah, it's funny because Brandon's not a classical guitarist, but I decided to pick one classical piece, which was the Kaddish by Ravel, because I had always loved that song. And um, we just worked it out that way. We just sat down together and he took out an acoustic guitar and just 
you know, figure, we figured out an arrangement together. So that one is definitely leaning towards the classical side. Um, but the last one on the album, which is mandolin and violin, it's the waltz from the hills of Manchuria. I, I, I don't, yeah, it's, it's definitely not a classical piece at all. And, uh, but I guess it gives, it kind of has that feeling just because of the instrumentation. Sure. Yeah. It, it, it sounds, uh, very nice. You guys work really well together, I must say. Thank you. I think so, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the other choice I wanted to ask you that, about that you've made on this album is uh, using the dumbek for oh, your yeah. percussion. Um, haven't really heard that with, with a, uh, a violinist uh, in, in that uh, format before. I mean, I've heard some other dumbek, but um, usually you think of uh, poik or some other uh, more Yiddish uh, percussion uh, set up than this. Yeah. Uh, how'd you come across using the, uh, the Dumbek? I always like the sound of Middle Eastern music and Middle Eastern percussion. And, um, it's just the route that I wanted to go. I kind of wanted to give that sound to it. I know it's not traditional. Um, but he was, he's just such a great musician, Garo Papazian. And, um, he had been playing for years with belly dancers in Cambridge and I had always loved watching him perform. And I knew that, um, I would want to at least put him on a couple songs, if not more in the future. So it, it comes from, I think the fact that I also really enjoy Sephardic music and Arabic music. And I, I kind of want to bring that in a little bit instead of keeping it, um, more Eastern European and klezmer sounding. Right. Well, that's a, a great twist because, like you say, you don't uh, get that combination very much with the Eastern European music. And uh, Right. So does this mean that uh, down the road we might hear some uh, uh, more Sephardic uh, songs coming from you? I would really, I would really like to do that. I would like to lean um, in that direction. So more, I'd like to just incorporate different sounds, um, definitely some more Middle Eastern, some more Sephardic. Um, songs. Um, Michael does a lot of Moldavian and Ukrainian songs that are ne not necessarily Jewish. Um, so I'd like to try some more of that too. And um, yeah, I love I, I love Latino music also. So maybe in the future I'll be adding some of that in. And definitely some more cantorial stuff because I recorded one cantorial piece, the Rosa de Shabbos, and I, I love playing that. It's absolutely beautiful for me to listen to Kanders. Uh, sure, and that, the violin does lend itself really well to doing that uh, cantorial music. Uh, you know, I've heard that uh, you know before, and I'm, I'm sure you'll find yeah. some some great things to uh, to work with uh, in that genre. Yeah, I, there are so many great um, cantorial songs out there, and uh, that one was particularly hard to transcribe, so it took me a while to do it, but um, I hope to do some more soon. <laughs> Terrific. Um, well, I know you're a little bit short of uh, time today, but uh, if people want to find out more about your group and uh, purchase or the uh, CD or download the tracks, uh, how can they get more information? Um, well, the CD is available on CD Baby and Amazon and iTunes. And you can also check out my website, um, which is yegoplaysviolin.com. And, uh, you know, you can check under the, uh, I think it's the concerts section for updates of when I'm performing. Uh, terrific. Well, uh, 
I'm really enjoying uh, listening to the album, and uh, uh, I think we'll try to uh, play a track from it here in just a moment. And uh, thanks so much for uh, joining me on the podcast today. Thank you so much. Okay. Uh, thank you, and, and uh, that's uh, Yeko Miranda Emila, and she has a brand new self-titled album, so everybody go and check it out. Thank you, uh, Yeko. <laughs> Bye. Thank you, Keith. Bye.
היי, אני רביד קחלני פרום ימי בלוז, אתם מקשיבים לקלייזמרפודקאסט.קום אוקיי, אני חוזר. זה היה מהאינטרוויו עם יקו מורנדה אלמלא, והטראק שהיא שמעת מהאלבום, וולטס מהאלבום של מנצ'וריה. Once again, I'd like to thank Yeko for appearing on the podcast and for providing the track for us to listen to. And as always, if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, or if you have a band that would like to be interviewed on the podcast or have your music played, or if you have a recent or soon-to-be-released CD you would like me to review, please write to me at keith at klesmerpodcast.com. Again, the website is klesmerpodcast.com. And the music heard on Klesmer Podcast is for promotional purposes only and is used with permission. So that's about it for Klesmer Podcast 87. Thanks for listening. Please stay subscribed. Tell your friends. And until next time, bye for now. Bye.